Hey guys, Coach here with the Old Christian Podcast. Before we get into this episode, a uh, quick thing. Last week I uploaded an episode about prayer and how it helps with our faith, but unfortunately when I uploaded it, all the audio went dead. I edited it and there was audio, but when I clicked upload, apparently it just didn't want to work. So that episode will be up uh, before I die, hopefully. I don't know when, but I'm going to try and get it up sometime this week. I have to re-record the whole episode, so I will get that up as soon as I can. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about accountability, so let's get right into this episode. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kodis with the Yolk Christian Podcast, the one and only, you know, Kodis Rawlings. Uh, but anyway, today we're going to be talking about accountability. Um, I've been super busy this week. Like this week has been so busy. So this episode's a little late, but pretty much last week we talked about prayer. Um, well I did until it just decided it didn't want to work. So anyway, that, yeah, that, 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 that sucked. That really sucked. But that episode will be back up again. So what is accountability? So I believe that accountability is such an important thing with your walk with Christ. Um, with accountability, it can be a little easier to not fall away when you have kind of like a crutch in a way. So before we talk about accountability though, let's like, let's, let's discover what it is biblically. What's the biblical definition of accountability. And so I looked it up and this is what they had to say, taking responsibility for one's own actions and making it a conscience choice of allowing God and others to help accomplish what is right. So think of accountability as a crutch. Another way for accountability is a teammate. So say you're playing a basketball game and you're having a rough game and you're kind of down. That accountability partner or your teammate is going to be like, hey, head up, man. Head up. We're still winning the game. The game is still being won. Keep your head up. You're doing great. You're doing fine. But just don't keep making the shots that you're making. You're missing these shots. So instead, let's make these shots. And so accountability is someone to kind of lift you up. Another way to define it um, is, is loving correction. A good way is loving correction. See, God should be the foundation of your walk, but the church should be accountability partners and be like a support beam. So if God's the foundation, think of this. So if God is a foundation, the church or the accountability should be the support beams. You know how like when you build a house, there's the foundation and there's like wooden beams in the wall that's holding the house up. That's what accountability is. You need those support beams to kind of keep you up. They're going to help you up. Uh, one verse I really like is Proverbs 27, 17, which is iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. You know, if you ever, if you never heard this verse, it could be kind of confusing. Like, okay, what is iron? How does iron sharpen iron? How, how does that work? Well, think of an ax, okay? So it's constantly cutting down trees, which makes the blade duller and duller. It, it's losing its sharpness. So how do you sharpen it? Well, there's a thing. Uh, it's it's pretty much like a wheel, but they used back in the day, and it was an iron wheel, and it would just keep going. It would spin and spin and spin and spin, and that iron would just keep hitting that iron, making it sharper and sharper. So let's take this verse a little mo- more modern to kind of make it more understandable. So I, I kind of like how the message put it, um, and it says, use steel to sharpen steel and one friend to sharpen another. So having a friend in Christ, though, is honestly pretty crucial. You know, having someone like that, that's someone that's like-minded and that encourages you and, and kind of helps you stay in place, honestly, it is such it, – it's it's amazing, okay? Like, I have a bunch of Christian friends, you know, like Jared, for example. You guys know Jared. Jared used to be a host here. But that man, when I'm going through something or, or struggling spiritually, 
he is there to say, hey, you know, this is where you're this is where you're messing up. This is how you succeed. And so it's good to kind of because us humans, we're prideful. Okay. We're prideful. We like to stick in our ways and say, no, we want to do stuff how we want to do it. But when we get an outside source, it kind of helps us judge ourselves better. Because when we look in the mirror, sometimes we say, oh, I'm fine. I'm perfect. But when we get an outside source, they can say, look, you may think this, but this is what I see. This is where you can uh, strive or this is where you can get better. And so that accountability there really helps. And so um, one thing I kind of want to talk about with an accountability partner is I kind of tried to think of put this in a word because I usually use it as a visual representation, but I'm going to try and explain it in words. So an accountability, obviously they're supposed to help pick you up when you're down. So think of, you have an accountability partner, okay? You guys, there's a flight of stairs. They're huge stairs. They're, they're, they're huge stairs, okay? Obviously, that accountability partner, you're on the same level. They take a step up, okay? And you're like, oh, I can't climb these stairs. So they're going to pull you up so you can get to that next step. But say you don't have an accountability partner and you're too tired to keep going. How are you going to get up? Those stairs can be pretty steep. In this world, stairs can be pretty steep and tiring. And you don't have an accountability partner to help pull you up. Yeah, you have Jesus. And obviously, that's essentially all you need. Like, he's going to help you get over that stair. But an accountability partner also helps. I'm not saying an accountability partner is Jesus. Not at all. But an accountability partner can help you get over those stairs as well. Um, and, And so when you find an accountability partner too, you also want to have them at the same kind of spiritually spiritual step that you're on. You want them to be at the same pace you are at. So think about it like this. You're five steps ahead. You get an accountability partner that's five steps behind. You can't get over the step. What are you going to do? Your, your accountability partner is too far behind you. They, they can't pull you over that threshold because they're not at the same pace you are. And so when you find an accountability partner, first off, you want to find someone that's like-minded, that, that's at the same pace you are. So like, if you want a Christian accountability partner, you're not going to go to an atheist. You're not going to go to a Buddhist, a Muslim. A Catholic, you're going to find someone that's, you know, has the same beliefs as you. That's kind of at the same pace of their faith as you. And so that, that's, that's what you want. You want someone at the same pace so you don't fall down off the stairs and backslide. You know, you want someone that's kind of the same pace that can lift you up when they take a step and you can walk together and grow together and take the same steps. So Dan Pina, I think it's Dan Pina or Pena. It's, it's P-E-N-A, it stands something. But he once said, which you've probably heard this quote. This is a very popular quote, but it says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. This quote is is honestly very true. You show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Who you choose to be around though will affect your spiritual life, believe it or not. You hanging around with Debbie Downers, all you're going to hear is bad stuff. All that's going to happen is you're going to be down. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be like, oh man, I only see the bad stuff in life. But you hang around people who are happy, you're going to laugh more. You're going to have more fun. You're going to see the good in things. When you hang out with atheists, you're going to hear some dirty stuff. I, I Before I worked at a church, I worked in a, a non-Christian environment. We'll go with that. It's an, it, there was like no Christians. All I heard was stuff about sex, drugs, drinking. All I heard was that I heard about that stuff all day. And I heard about bad stuff, just like, oh, my life sucked. Like, it was terrible stuff. I, I could not be encouraged. But now I hang out with Christians, and my friends are Christians. And I hear, man, God is good. This is how God's working in my life. Man, life is good. I'm blessed. You know, so being in that environment and surrounding myself with Christians, honestly, 
encourages me and helps me in my faith. Now, I'm not saying because like I've been there before where I just can't find Christian friends. Go to the church. Most churches have a young adults event. Say okay, because okay, so I'm saying young adults because most of my viewers are young adults. But if you're a a wiser adult, there's communities. Most churches, almost everywhere, have communities for people around your age. So get involved. There's there's churches everywhere. You'll find at least one. I, I guarantee you. Or you can join the Discord. Our Discord on Discord. <laughs> it's a Christian Discord with people from all ages. They're Christian. They want to grow their faith. So join it. Links on like all of our bios. But show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Do your friends follow Christ? Do your friends show fruits of the Holy Spirit? What do your friends do when nobody's looking? What do your friends talk about? Are your friends following God? Are your friends at the same pace of faith you are? I'm not telling you to drop everybody because they're not the same pace. But be mindful who you hang around with. Be mindful who you hang around with. So, accountability partners. Back back to accountability partners. You obviously want someone that's at the same step of you. Uh, and so, Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians 6.14. He says, Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteous in lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? So, a lot of people take this as dating. But I take it as friendship as well. Like, if you're constantly hanging out with unbelievers, like we just talked about, you're, you know, it's going to affect you. So be mindful of who you hang out with. But like another example is Jesus. You know, he obviously had his disciples and everything, but he hung out with sinners. You know, like he talked to uh, prostitutes, tax people. Like He talked to all of them. So I'm not saying don't go hang out with them. I'm just saying be mindful of who you constantly surround yourself with. Trying to have trying to have friends that are at the same pace so they can pick you up. It's essentially like I was talking about before, Paul is saying like be at the same step. Be at the same step of them. Like I was talking about before that if you're too tired to climb a step, they can pick you up. So try and surround yourself with Christians. So let's transition let's transition to pretty much what what to do after you get an accountability partner? You have an accountability partner. What next? Do you just talk about the weather? Talk about sports? No, no. Be open with them. Like, straight up. I'm struggling with porn. I'm struggling to, with, with alcoholism. I'm struggling with lust. I'm struggling with whatever it is. You know, James 5, 16, it says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. All right, let's break it down now. Let's let's break that down. So, therefore, confess your sins to one another. Tell your accountability partner, I'm struggling. Then pray for one another so you may be healed. So, once you say, let, let's just, it, porn's the easiest because that's the thing that everyone struggles with. Not everybody, but that's a big thing nowadays. I'm struggling with porn. Your accountability partner says, okay, now let's pray. So you pray about it, and then you talk about it. You you talk about ways to, to defeat it, ways to battle it, and, and you have that accountability. And it said, I like how it says, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Prayer. We talked about it last week, but unfortunately, the episode didn't upload. But prayer. 
Prayer is talking to the creator of everything. Prayer is talking to the one that knows all the answers, the one that knows everything. That's what prayer is. So pray. Talk to God. When you struggle, pray. Where two or more gather, I will be there, it says. God will be there. If two or more gather in my name, I will be there. God is there. When you go to an accountability partner, don't just waste your time. Don't be like, don't beat around the thing. Like, don't be embarrassed to say, I'm struggling. Pray together. You know how powerful that can be? Praying with another person. Get an accountability partner and be open with them. Don't be scared. Don't hide from them. That person, you, that should be someone you trust. When you have an accountability partner, do not hide anything. For real, don't hide anything. Be completely honest. They're, they're there to help you grow spiritually and physically and mentally. Well, maybe physically. Maybe you guys are going to the gym. Pop off if you are. But your, your accountability partner is supposed to be there to help you grow spiritually and mentally. So let them. Be honest. Don't hide stuff. If you hide stuff, it's only hurting. It's not, it's not fixing everything. They're there to help you not hurt you. For an accountability partner now, when they come to you and ask for help, don't judge. Do not judge them. Oh, you struggle with porn? What's that like? <laughs> there is plenty of verses for that. Don't judge. Don't abuse the trust in the relationship that you have with them. And don't gossip either. Oh, did you hear so-and-so is struggling? Did you hear so-and-so or, you know, whatever? And also, be strong. And don't fall into the same temptation that they do. Let's look at what Paul said about that. In Galatians 6, 1-5, through 5, Dear brothers and sisters, If another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens. And in this way, obey the law of Christ. Now, here's the kicker. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. Don't say, no, I'm not helping. You can figure it out. Paul says, you are not that important. Why would you not want to help a fellow sibling in Christ? They are struggling. They obviously came to you because they trust you. So do not say no. I ain't helping you. Humble yourself. You are not that important. You are only fooling yourself, it says. I, I, I love that. You are not too important. And, and going back to don't, don't gossip about it. Don't gossip. Again, don't ruin that trust that they have with you. They came to you for a reason. They trust you. They, they, they look up to you. Let them come to you. Another thing is when they come to you, correct them with love. Don't be, oh, you're stupid. Why do you keep falling into the sin? I don't get what I, I've told you everything. Why do you keep messing up? No, 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 no. Correct with love. Don't condemn. Your job's not to condemn. Your job's to love. And to help them. Another thing. When you get corrected. When, when, when your accountability partner corrects you with love. Don't get prideful. Don't, don't, don't say. You're wrong. 
uh, that is not true. Don't, uh, no, you're wrong. No. Obviously, they see it from an outside perspective. Don't get prideful. If someone's trying to correct you and they're doing it out of love, they're doing it for a reason because they love you and they see that you need help. So take correction. A wise man takes correction, but a fool throws it away. If you're wise, you will like correction. You will like discipline. If you really want to grow, you're going to take as much correction as you can. When someone says, hey, I think you need to stop that, they're not out to get you. They're not they're, they're not saying, man, I don't like this person. You really shouldn't be doing this, sir. No, they're looking out for you. The church isn't out to hurt you. It's out to heal you, okay? So let people be that crutch that you need. Accountability is an amazing and, and, and truly a beautiful thing. Now, I'm not going to say that. This is a big thing to remember. Big keynote right here. Accountability won't stop you from sinning. Having a partner, having an accountability partner, it won't stop you from drinking, won't stop you from watching porn, won't stop you from smoking. You will never have an accountability partner that will just hold your hand and stop you from sinning. But you have a God that will. You have an accountability partner. You have someone who's going to, you know, help you and pick you up when you need stuff. And they're, they're going to help you walk through it. But God eventually stops you from sinning. A good accountability partner will push you to God so you stop sinning. The accountability partner won't stop you from sinning, but they'll push you to God to stop sinning. When you have God, amazing things are going to happen. When you're on the right relationship with God, you won't want to mess it. You won't want to mess it up. Good accountability partner. Say I'm struggling with sin. Jared says, "Go to God. Go to the cross." I go to the cross. I get a relationship with God. I'm on fire for God. I don't want to mess that relationship up, so I stop sinning. An accountability partner is a think about it like this. It is a route marker on a highway. They're directing you, kind of helping you, pushing you to God. So, accountability. It's important. Three things I want you to take away. Get someone who will keep you accountable. It's on the same level as you. Be willing to help and don't be prideful when they correct you. And correct with love. And number four, like some put number four in there, be with God. Be in a relationship with God. Because God loves you. God will help you stop sinning. Be right with God. And that is where I'm going with this episode. Main thing, be right with God. Get an accountability partner that pushes you towards God. And if you need help with that, message me. I'm on Discord, Instagram, TikTok. You can find me. I'm not hard to find. Codus Rawlings, I like everything. I love you guys. And I constantly pray for you guys. Whether it's one of you guys that listen or 20. I'm still praying for every single one of you because I love you. And I want you guys to grow in your faith. Because in this world, it is hard to grow in your faith. So if you need an accountability, you need somebody to talk to, don't be scared. You can message me. You can come to me. I would love, I would love to help you guys. Or if you want me to find you an accountability partner. I know a lot of people. I can help find you one. So don't be scared. Also, don't be scared to run to God. Because God loves you. So that's how I'm going to end it. So be right with God. 
and correct with love. <laughs> there, there's a lot of keynotes you can have. But, yeah, I love you guys. And that's where we're going to end it. God loves you. I love you. Godspeed. <laughs>